like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. So what does it mean to push your limits? And who is allowed to push them? If you spend any time around other people in this lifestyle, you'll hear the phrase pushing your limits. Let me start off by telling you what it isn't. The limits in pushing your limits are not, I repeat, they are not your hard limits. Hard limits are things that you do not consent to. This can be things that you're just not into, activities that are triggering because of past trauma, or basically any reason that you have to make something a hard limit for you is a valid reason. Those limits are completely off limits. They're not up for negotiations. They're not to be expected to change unless you want to change it. And, it's, and you're not to be made to feel guilty about having something as a hard limit. Unless the kink in question is triggering from just discussing it, you should discuss the kinks with anyone you're comfortable with as to why those kinks are a hard limit for you. They can get uh, a better understanding as to why you feel this way. And while asking questions about similar kinks can help you also fine-tune your hard limits. For example, you have fire or candles as a hard limit, so that should mean wax play as a hard limit. By discussing this with someone else, you discover you can melt wax and never use a candle. Now, through communication, you can make changes, you can grow and evolve. Depending on what blog you read, a lot of them say that your soft limits are the limits to push. While this is somewhat true, this is not something that should be done without getting consent to do those things. Soft limits are things that you will try or you might do again under certain circumstances. You need to make sure those circumstances have been met before springing a kink on someone. Uh, this can backfire on you and ruin that scene and possibly that kink for that person. Uh, some kinks might need some pre-scene preparation or they might need to discuss the scene in more detail to get in the right headspace. It's best to communicate with your partner before the scene to avoid harming them or causing any other negative consequences when you're pushing limits. Besides your soft limits, the limits that can be pushed are the ones that you have within a scene. You push the amount of something, the quantity or the intensity or the velocity of, of what you can handle 
in a kink that you've already tried and that you've already found that you find pleasure in and you love. If you can handle a certain position, like a slave position for 10 minutes, this time try 12. Or if you can handle 15 swats of a crop, now try 20. This growth should be slow to avoid any neg negative impact on the person or their view of the kink. When doing this, watch your partner's body language to see if you're pushing them too far. And communicate with them like you normally would during a scene. For the bottom in the scene, be honest with yourself and with your partner on what you can handle. It's a good idea to try to be as transparent uh, emotionally as possible. That means uh, no matter what, telling them what you're feeling, telling them as best as you can what the sensation is and and what it feels like to you, not just physically, but also emotionally. Uh, as a masochist, we'll push past what we're comfortable with to keep receiving pain. When you're trying new kinks, new to you or new between uh, the top or the bottom, communicate any issues you have or can foresee happening. If you're pushing your limit, you can handle of a kink be aware of changes in the bottom it can become too much very quickly as a bottom let the top know if the pain level is too much or if the activities are triggering emotional or physical issues they should know about this would be a good time if these begin these things begin to happen to call a yellow uh, it's a type of safe word where uh, it's telling someone to slow down or to reassess or reevaluate re what is going on to temporarily pause so that they can do so. Um, educators push how important communication is within this lifestyle. Unless you're gagged or ordered not to speak, be sure to communicate with your partner during a scene. If this is the case before the scene, discuss how you're allowed to let the top know if there's an issue, regardless how major or how minor you think it is. I'm not sure where the misconception that scenes are silent or there's no talking between the people in the scene comes from, but it's just not true. Uh, perhaps this is where the difference between fantasy and reality this is where a lot of issues could be solved without using a safe word. I have a cramp. Such and such part of my body is going numb. I need to pee. Um, you don't need a red safe word. The safe word red used for stop really should only be used in emergency situations as the top should spring into action stopping the scene and start undoing whatever the issue is. This is really a good, uh, like I said earlier, a good, um, it's good to have a yellow in, uh, it's not quite the same kind of safe word. It doesn't completely stop the scene. It just pauses it temporarily to reevaluate, to readjust, maybe to switch things up, maybe to try something a little different. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast on... Um, pushing limits, what that means, what can and should not be pushed. 
You can find all of our BDSM educational resources and all of our social media links and just a lot of really good stuff at BDSMunited.com. It's been a joy talking with you today, and I encourage you to give us a like, a thumbs up, to connect with us in some way on whatever platform you're listening to our podcast. Uh, when you do so, it helps, again, you connect with us, and uh, we enjoy um, seeing those connections being made. And uh, also, it allows other adults to connect with BSM Educational Resources. Uh, your word-of-mouth advertising does worlds to help spread our podcast to other people. And we're really appreciative of that. But it also is racking up good karma for you. Because by doing so, you're helping educate other adults in our BDSM community. And when, BD, when adults are educated within BDSM, it makes our entire BDSM community better. So thank you for playing your part in that work. It's been a joy talking with you today. I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend... Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.